welcome back to the Be Still Podcast. I'm so glad you're back. Seriously, thank y'all so much for your patience. Um, I think it's literally been six months since the last episode, but that's okay. Having a podcast in college is a lot to take on with classes and scheduling, but I definitely want to continue doing it. And I think once Ainsley and I graduate, we'll be able to really take off with it. But thank you again for your patience. Um, The Lord just called me today to talk about anxiety and it came out of nowhere. I was about to go make some lunch, but I was like, you know what? I just felt him put a word on my heart. So today we're going to be talking about 1 Peter chapter 5. Y'all, I have no plan for this episode, but I have struggled with anxiety so, so, so much this past year. And so I just kind of felt like I was called to talk about my own experience and how the Lord's um, just helped me through this season um, to help y'all. So thank y'all for coming back. I'm so excited and let's get started. First Peter chapter five, verse five, all the way through, I don't even know, I think maybe verse 11, um, but we're really going to be focusing on verse seven. So starts in the same way, you who are younger, submit yourselves to your elders. All of you clothe yourself with humility towards one another because God opposes the proud, but he shows favor to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him, because he cares for you. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world has undergone the same kind of sufferings. And the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. To him be the power forever and ever. Amen. Okay, wow. What a word. So, there's a lot of crazy things to unpack here. First, it really touches on how God opposes the proud and shows favor to the humble. And it's kind of, I thought it was so weird when I first read that passage that, It said, cast your anxieties on him because he cares for you after he's talking about humility. And I was like, what does that have anything to do with humility? What does anxiety have anything to do with, you know, pride and ego? And then I, you know, sat back and I was like, okay, so my source of anxiety or a lot of my anxiety is, oh my gosh, what are they talking about me? What are they thinking about me? What are they saying Is my outfit too weird? Are people staring at me? I get anxious in a room. I get social anxiety of what other people are thinking of me, what my boyfriend thinks. Like, it's constantly just social anxiety surrounded by me. And I was like, oh, my word. So anxiety is rooted in pride. And that was a big pill for me to swallow. But when I'm anxious, I'm thinking about me. I'm only thinking about Barrett and what are people thinking about me? I'm never thinking about how can I serve others? How can I love others better? So that's when the humility part of this passage comes through when it says God opposes the proud but shows favor to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand that he may lift you up in due time. So this isn't easy, but when it says under God's mighty hand, when we're anxious and we're worrying and we're stressed and we're thinking about, you know, what everyone's thinking about us, what God reminds us is humble yourselves under his mighty hand. That's not just any 
any word there. That's mighty. God is so powerful and he's the almighty and he's the creator of the universe. Like remember who he is and be still and just remember who the almighty God is and it will humble you and it will remind you, okay, like I am not in control of the situation. There's no need to be thinking about me in this moment. I need to remember who my God is and that he is in control of everything. If your anxiety is rooted in worry from other people and worry about what people are thinking of you, you're also doubting the Lord. You're doubting God. You're saying, I don't think that you can do this. I think this situation's too big for you. Um, I think what, what my, you know, friend, roommate, boyfriend, ex, you know, whatever, that guy, the classmate, I, what they think of me and the anxiety and worry I have right now, I have to take on because it's too big for you, God. And I know a lot of us probably don't think that. But that's the message that we're sending to the Lord is that we can do it and it's too big for him. And that's why he calls us to humble ourselves and to stop being so prideful. Like, I mean, he created you. I'm sure he can handle your situation. I heard something really awesome in Jonathan Pogluda's Becoming Something podcast. And he said, the core of our anxiety is the doubt of God's goodness. And... I mean, you can't worry and trust God at the same time. So you really have to ask yourself, okay, do I trust God with my life? And the answer is yes, then there should be no worry. Because if you trust him, then you shouldn't be worrying about your life and worrying about, you know, all these different things and being anxious. But it's okay. A lot of us like still struggle with that. I struggle a ton. Just don't try to take it all on. You know, he's, he's got us, um, and he's worthy of our trust. Okay, so the next thing I really want to touch on is verse 7, where he says, Cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. That <laughs> verse is so incredible. I have the biggest grin on my face right now because there's so much just love in that sentence like cast your anxieties on me he wants to take it on like I cannot even imagine having somebody you know put their anxieties on me and I'm just like come on y'all give it all to me give it all to me I can take it like I cannot even imagine all that he wants to take on our pain he wants to take on our anxiety he wants it all he just wants us to give it to him he doesn't want us to be prideful and say I got this God listen I can do this on my own I don't need to give it to you He's like, just give it to me. I will handle it. You know, I will help you. Just trust me. Cast it on me. Come on. And God, this is rooted in so much love. And in the next part, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. That is a mind-blowing, like, statement right there. Because when I look outside and I see, you know, the sky, the birds, the just like the detail of this world. Like I remember who our creator is and that he loves me. He loves you. Like that is such a crazy concept that like the creator of the universe loves each one of us so much and he cares for us so much. Like sometimes I get this lie in my head when I'm praying, that's like, he doesn't like, he doesn't have time. He's dealing with so many other bigger problems in the world right now. He doesn't have time to deal with your, you know, college drama. Like he doesn't have time. And that's just 
a lie straight from the enemy because like he wants to hear he wants us to ask him stuff he wants us to talk to him he wants to hear every tiny little detail of our day he wants to hear all about what we're struggling with he wants to talk to us and get to know us each and every one of us each and every one of us specifically he loves and cares for so so much like so unconditionally you have no idea it's more love than you will ever experience on this earth and that is so wild um that he cares for us so just some encouragement of when you're anxious and you want to run from God because you feel like you can take it on and that there's nothing God can do remember his love for you and remember how much he's done in your life Look back on your life and try to find a spot where he failed because you won't. His reputation precedes him like he will not fail. That's a promise. Um, to just look back at your life on how much he loves and cares for you. He created you. He gives you breath. He gives you life. He gives you family. He gives you joy and happiness. Like He's all things good. And just remember that you can give your anxieties to him. You can come to him and tell him what you're anxious about. You can tell him you don't trust him. He will, matter of fact, it will help you trust him more when you tell him you don't trust him. So I just thought I'd open up a little bit about my struggles lately. And I, I mean, I can preach all this stuff or talk about all this stuff. And I mean, it's so real. Anxiety is such an insane struggle that it's a lot easier said than done. I mean, I was anxious this morning. Um... But a few of my anxieties, I'm sure a lot of y'all can relate. I mean, I hope so. Um, it's just anxieties in my relationship from, you know, past struggles with ex-boyfriends and stuff. Um, just anxiety of being cheated on or anxiety that I'm not good enough from the past. Um, and that is just doubt. Like every time I sit back and I pray to God, I'm like, I'm just doubting my whole future. Like I, I don't try. I, I literally have to say like, I don't trust you with my relationship. I don't trust you. Like this seems too good to be true. I don't trust that I won't get hurt in this. And I may get hurt, but God works everything together for our good. And that is the biggest thing, I swear. It's the hardest thing to remember that no matter what happens, no matter what you go through, no matter how painful something is, he is writing your story and he's working everything together. And in the end, it'll all be for your good. And you'll look back and be like, look at what he taught me. Look at the kind of person I've grown into because of what I've been through. Um, so that's one thing I've struggled with a ton. Um, and it's really hard. It's hard not to get anxious about, you know, body image and the kind of person you are. Um, and one thing that's helped me a lot with that is that God created me. He created you. And he created each, you know, girl and guy as their own. And I wasn't made to be somebody else. I wasn't made to be, you know, a random girl that I see who is super, super beautiful. I was made to be Barrett. And I need to just own that and try my best to be the best Barrett I can be, the best daughter of Christ I can be, and focus on that instead of focusing on constantly trying to be everybody else. It's almost insulting to God. Like he made me and knitted me together in you know, my mom's womb, and he's like, you want to be somebody else? Like, I don't understand. Um, to just trying to know that he created me for a reason, he created you for a reason, 
And we can't spend our whole lives trying to be somebody else. We're going to miss becoming who we are. Um, so just focus on that. That's super hard. I know none of this is easy. Um, these are all just words, you know, I still struggle a ton, but it's really helpful when you constantly repeat these things to yourself. I have sticky notes on my mirror in my room of just scripture and words to remind myself of who I am and the truth of what God's trying to say to me and just kind of getting it in my brain and trying to memorize it until it becomes truthful. Um, another thing I struggled with a ton is friendship anxiety. Um, you know, ever since I gave my life to Christ, I have kind of, I've given up a lot of things and the Lord has pruned a lot of things in my life and called me to spend my time at certain places like small group and FCA and church. And he's brought me to a place of being alone with him a lot. I don't even know what the word is. Um, it's not isolation. It's, it's, I don't know if it's solitude, but it's the one that's good. He's, He's just called me to spend alone time with him a ton. And I've struggled a lot with friendship since then. Um, but I honestly was anxious about it this morning and just questioning, you know, is there something wrong with me? Is, you know, what's wrong with me? Why don't I have, you know, that group of 15 girls that's super tight and again, all be bridesmaids? Like, I, I realized that I have some amazing friends and it may not look like the same friend groups as everybody else's, but the Lord has brought so many amazing, sweet girls that lead me to Him um, and love me in the best way and don't talk about me negatively behind my back. Like, I just saw the light in that situation, but I get anxious a lot about just friendships and stuff, and then I'm reminded that the Lord works everything together for my good, and I have to stop worrying and I have to start trusting him with my friendships and trusting him with my future and trusting him with my relationship and my life because sitting back and worrying does literally nothing for me so I don't know if anyone can relate to some of that stuff but there's so many other anxieties out there and I know it is a it is a really really hard thing to get over and I'm reading so many, I'm reading Reset right now, which is a really great book um, by Deborah Falletta. I think that's how you say it. It's awesome. It's a great book for anxiety. And I have tried so hard and it's just, it's been a never ending cycle of, is this ever going to end? Am I ever going to not be anxious? And I just felt the Lord tell me like, just trust me. Like, just trust me. And that was my problem is I am trying to find answers in books and, you know, podcasts and music and just spending time with friends and stuff, but I never am coming back to his word and sitting with him and seeing what he spoke to me, which is to humble myself, remember who he is, and trust him. A lot easier said than done, but anyway, I don't know if anyone can relate to some of that stuff, but I get it. I know anxiety is terrible and it's a never-ending cycle, but If this is what you need to hear, there's light at the end of the tunnel and just keep chasing that light. Keep listening to God's word. So verse 8 through 11 is super awesome. Um, It's what it really caught out to me was just talking about how we're not alone when it says your enemy is prowling around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Like the enemy's always out to get us, whether that's through our anxiety, 
through our pain, through our relationships, through our sin, like the enemy's always trying to get us, always trying to separate us from God. And the next line calls us to resist him and stand firm in our faith. So when you're anxious, remember that line, like you're, the enemy's like coming for you, but resist him, stand firm in your faith. You, you're anxious and you feel like your flesh is telling you to just, you know, take it on, be prideful and take it on your, on your own and that you can handle the situation and that worrying is better than trusting God. Remember to stand firm in your faith and turn to God and give it to him and say, I trust you, Lord, and I'm going to stand firm in my faith. I'm not going to doubt who you are. I'm not going to doubt the kind of God you are. I'm not going to doubt your presence. I'm not going to doubt what you're doing in my life right now because I know it's all for my good. Whatever it is, I know it's for my good. So just resist him. Stand firm in your faith. And the next line is so comforting. It says, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. That is like a hallelujah. We're not alone, y'all. Like, we are not alone at all. I mean, so many believers all the way, I mean, all the way around the world are struggling with something. We're all struggling with sin. We're all struggling. And the world is always trying to suck us back in, you know, whether that be partying and smoking and boys and sin and anything like selfishness, arrogance, anger, like anxiety. The world is always trying to get us, but it's so comforting to know that there is a huge family of Christians all the way across the world that are also struggling, but we can all stand firm knowing who our God is. We can all stand firm together knowing that Jesus is coming back. He loves us. He's true to his word. He doesn't fail and he is worthy of our trust. He's like literally the only one that I can trust completely. Like he is God and I trust him with my life and you should too. And lines 10 through 11 says, such an amazing promise and the God of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in Christ after you have suffered a little while will himself restore you and make you strong firm and steadfast to him be the power forever and ever amen that's an amazing promise like everyone struggles and it says after you've suffered a little while God is not wanting us to suffer. I don't want people to get that mistake, and he's not wanting us to suffer, but God works everything together for our good. So when we're struggling with a sin and we're struggling with it, when we turn to him, that is when we're made strong and firm, and it says he will restore you. So he's not wanting us to suffer, but He's sent, it's promised that all of us will suffer because you know we're not in heaven. But he will restore us, and that's just another thing to trust him for, trust him with. So remember, whatever you're struggling with, anxious wise, whatever struggle you're having with body image, friendships, relationships, you're feeling lonely, you don't understand what your future is going to look like, you have no idea what you're doing right now, school seems impossible, college seems impossible, you know, marriages, family life, like everything seems so impossible motivation is gone like you're weak you just feel like there's nothing like you just are so stuck in this loop of anxiety remember who Jesus is remember why you're here remember what he's done in your life and all the way across the world to every Christian look back at the life that he's given you and and see the kind of person he's turned you into all the struggles he makes you stronger 
and he promises us that in verse 10. Okay, that is all I have for y'all today. We were, I'm going to do a quick little overview. First, we humble ourselves. Then we remember who he is. Then we stop worrying and doubting him, and we give him our anxieties. We tell him that we don't trust him with this. We give it to him. We remember he cares about us. And then we resist the enemy, and we stand firm in our faith because we know that we've got a lot of people around the world struggling with the same thing. And then we remember the promise of God that says, the anxieties and struggles you're going through right now, he's going to make you strong because of it. Um, this was a great word. I really needed to hear this, but I know anxiety is such a such a hard thing. Don't hesitate to reach out to me for any other words on anxieties because I would love to help. It is so much easier said than done to, you know, come to come to God about all this stuff and not take it on and continue to be anxious. Just please go to him and let him speak truth into each anxiety you have because he loves you. So thank y'all so much for listening. I hope y'all have a great week and remember to be still this week.